Hello, everyone. I'm Brad Gray, and welcome to the Teaching Series Podcast. I am a follower of Jesus, and I find the Bible to be absolutely amazing and love helping people experience it anew. Because in my 12 plus years of teaching the Bible professionally, I've learned that most of us have never been taught how to engage the Bible the way it was intended in its original context, and we are missing out on so much. Because when the biblical text is set in its context, it becomes more relevant, compelling, and transformational than we ever imagined. My desire is for all people to experience the Bible this way and to see Jesus at the center of it all. It's to this end that I created the teaching series, which is a weekly video series that explores some aspect of the Bible in its original context and then talks through how we can apply it well to our own context. This podcast is the audio version of those highly visual video teachings, which can be found at walkingthetext.com. So if you find an episode particularly helpful, I'd encourage you to check out the video version as well. And please feel free to rate and review this podcast. Thank you so much for listening, and let's jump into the episode. Friends, hello there, and welcome to the 100th episode in the teaching series. Yes, 100 episodes in just over two years. What a journey it has been. And I can't thank you enough for being on this journey with us. Uh, Thank you for watching and listening to these episodes. Thank you for sharing them with friends and family. Thank you for partnering with us in this endeavor. We get to do what we do because of your involvement. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And since this is the 100th episode, this has felt like a big deal to us, and I have been looking forward to this episode for several months now. And what we are doing today is nothing like what we had planned for this episode. Rather than shooting it in my front yard, I had an episode all planned out to shoot in the forum in Rome. Uh, My wife, Shannon, and I were supposed to be on a study trip with my buddy, Randy. Randy's like the Yoda of Italy. But due to the COVID-19 pandemic, that trip was canceled. And now for these last several weeks, I have been wondering what in the world are we going to do when any option feels like a pathetic second to shooting an episode in the forum in Rome? And so as I've just been wrestling through this and just thinking about what's going on in my own life, something kept popping that I thought, ah, this might be really helpful for our audience. Uh, And it begins with the reality that this week is my birthday. And not just any birthday, but my 40th birthday. Now, I don't know about for those of you who have already turned 40 or for those of you who are nearing the 40 mark, some of you I know are a long way off yet, but this birthday has felt radically different than any other birth date that I have had. I mean, 16 is one thing and 18, 21, you got all these things that happen, but 40 has been really interesting for me, almost in a very unsettling way. And so I've been trying to discern why do I feel so unsettled about turning 40? And then I got to thinking, well, maybe the unsettledness doesn't have to do so much with turning 40 as much as just being in the current state our world is in and like you, feeling very disrupted by what's happened with this pandemic. 
And so in kind of wrestling through this, something that I did not long ago, I was like, well, you know what? Let's just dig in a bit to the Bible. What's the biblical significance of 40? And I had looked at this, you know, a number of years ago, but I just hadn't seen all of the connections. And so I started doing that. And then just last week, one of you emailed me out of the blue asked for something that has never been asked of me before, and it was, hey, have you ever thought about doing a teaching series episode on the biblical significance of the number 40? Would you do that? And I thought, all right, here we go. We've got our content for the episode. So here's what we want to do. Uh, I want to take just me turning 40. I want to take the biblical significance of the number 40, and I want to talk about that in connection to the COVID-19 pandemic, tie those all together, and offer you something that I think would be helpful to you as we all navigate this precarious season we find ourselves in. So let's talk about the biblical significance of the number 40. Uh, I don't know if you have seen this in the Bible before or not, but 40 is all over the place. Just story after story has the number 40 in it. Uh, So let me just highlight a few stories for you. There are several more, but here are just a few to ponder. Uh, It rained for 40 days and 40 nights when Noah and his family were in the ark during the flood. Uh, Moses spent 40 years in the desert as a shepherd of sheep and goats before God called him at the burning bush. Uh, Israel spent 40 years in the desert as a result of the spies going into the land for 40 days and coming back and offering an unfavorable report. This was about two years into their desert time and it wasn't supposed to be 40, but it ended up being 40 years. Uh, Elijah, after his bout with the Baal prophets and Jezebel is all upset and says she's going to kill him, he hightails it to the Sinai desert. And after 40 days, he has a conversation with God that is really significant. Jesus spends 40 days in the desert and then he is tested by the devil. And then after Jesus rises from the dead on Resurrection Sunday, he spends 40 days with his disciples before he ascends. And there's lots of other stories as well. But when you just step back from these stories and you start to put the pieces together and you look at them more in depth and look at their context and all that, you begin to recognize that the number 40 in the Bible symbolizes trial, testing, challenge, opposition, and in many ways, refinement. And for me, that's really interesting to think about that in light of the season that we find ourselves in. And not just in the season of this COVID-19 pandemic, but also in the season of Lent. So we are moving towards Resurrection Sunday and Lent is a season that begins with Ash Wednesday and then it goes through the Saturday right before Resurrection Sunday. And those days are literally, it's 46 days, but people talk about Lent being a 40-day experience because within those 46 days, there are six Sundays that are considered to be mini Easter's and so they're not counted. So Lent is a season of 40 
And it's a season of challenge. It's a season of testing. Oftentimes people give things up as a way of identifying just with the suffering and movement of Jesus towards the cross. And so in the season of Lent, we find ourselves in the season of the COVID-19 pandemic. And this has been so disruptive. It has been discouraging. It has been disorienting. Uh, It's not only a health crisis, it's an economic crisis. And if you're like me, your emotions have been like all over the map. And it's like we are going through this season of trial, the season of testing, the season of challenge, the season of opposition. And my hope is, is that it would lead to a reality of refinement as well, Uh, which leads me into my own wrestling with turning 40. I mentioned earlier in the episode that it's been unsettling. I feel I've really felt uneasy about this. And again, for maybe those of you who have, you know, gotten to 40, you've passed 40, um, maybe, you know, this middle point of life, you've asked a lot of questions. But I know for me, part of what's made me feel unsettled is I've just been asking a lot of really personal questions. These are some really personal questions that I've been asking, like, am I having the impact that I I want to have? Um, What am I putting my time and energy to? Is this the right thing that God has been calling me to do? And if so, uh, do I feel like I should be more successful or should I be accomplishing more or should I be better at certain things? Um, I've even asked myself the question, like, I feel like at 40, you're supposed to be like really mature. And there are areas in my life where I go, man, I just feel really immature, uh, in the, the Mishnah, an early Jewish text that's post-New Testament, it talks about 40 being the age of wisdom. And it's like, I, I look in on my own wisdom and there is so much wisdom that I don't have that I long for. And so it's like, man, I'm not as wise as I want to be or I'm not as savvy as I want to be at times. And, and I start just thinking about all these things that I am not, that I feel like I should have obtained by the time I hit 40. And as a result of that, I've just felt this sense of uneasiness. And so I recently called up one of my best friends, a guy by the name of Brad Nelson, and he's going to be turning 46 months after me. And I just started sharing this with him. And I started sharing with him about, you know, looking to, at the biblical significance of the number 40 and just where I am at. And he just made this comment in the midst of our conversation that has just set me free. I bless God for this conversation because he said, you know, Brad, people often dwell in the 40, but there is something that comes after the 40. It's going somewhere. And it's like that just unlocked it for me because you look back then at the Noah story and you go, yeah, it was 40 days of rain, but it was leading to new creation. Something new was bursting on the scene. Moses had spent 40 years as a shepherd of sheep and goats, but at that burning bush, man, the exodus was underway. He was going to get to lead the charge to bring the children of Israel out of Egypt. 
Israel spent 40 years in the wilderness, but that led to the promised land. You know, after Elijah's 40 days, like he went after God. He was like, I am done. I am resigning. I am quitting. And God goes, no, you're not. You're going back and you're going to raise up the next generation. You're going to pour into a guy by the name of Elisha. And when you follow Elisha's story, you recognize he did more than what Elijah was able to do. But Elijah was the one that God used to empower Elisha to go off and do his ministry. You know, Jesus comes out of the desert after being tempted and tested by the devil. And it launches the movement that changed human history. And then following the resurrection, when everything had changed because what Jesus did on the cross and in the empty tomb was fully sufficient, those 40 days were a time of challenge for Jesus' disciples to better understand what his kingdom was all about. And when Jesus left, like the church was launched, and Acts is a story that talks about how the church exploded and how we have been brought into this story. And so we often dwell on the 40 or we dwell in the 40, but the 40 is leading somewhere. And what it did for me personally is that I look in on my life and it is not up for me to decide whether or not I'm having as much impact as I would want to, or I'm as successful as I would like to be. It isn't up to me. That is up to God. That as long as I'm being faithful to do what God is asking me to do, then God will do what he wants to do by way of results. The same is true for you. You know, for me, this idea of, you know, you come to be 40 and you're supposed to be really wise. It's like I've been thinking about an arrival mindset and I'm always someone who is a journey mindset. Any of you who have been with me to the Middle East, you will hear me talk about journey all the time. And yet I fell into an arrival mentality that somehow at 40, you have to be smart enough or savvy enough or you've had to accomplish enough or you have to be mature enough. And it's like, no, 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 no. It's not about arriving. It's about launching. Like as I'm getting to be 40 here, I recognize all the things I don't know. And that is actually wisdom. Because wisdom reminds you there is always something to learn. There is always a journey that you are on. Um, I'm not fully mature and that's okay because God willing, I have a lot of life left to continue to grow and mature and gain experiences. That we are all on this journey. The 40 is leading to something. And friends, the same is true with where we find ourselves right now in this COVID-19 pandemic that we are in a time of trial, we are in a time of challenge, we are in a time of opposition. But friends, it is going somewhere. And my hope for us is that we would actually hold on to that hope. Because how we live in the midst of this 40 is really significant. You know, you all have been looking around like I have. The fear and anxiety that people are exhibiting is through the roof. Like you can just feel it in the news feeds, on social media. It's like there is so much fear and anxiety. There is so much self-preservation that is going on. People that are just focusing on themselves and, you know, stocking up on the toilet paper. Forget if anybody else needs any. I've got mine. 
and we're just like hunkering into ourselves, that there is just a lack of generosity among many people because there is this sense of fear and concern that I'm not going to have enough for me so I can't be generous with other people. Friends, that is not how we are called to live in the 40. That, that, that living in the 40 is about not giving way to the anxiety and the fear. It is to trust that God is bigger than our circumstances. God is bigger than the situation and that he's going to get us through. Something epic is coming, but we need to live well in this 40. That it's not about self-preservation. It's not about me getting what I need. It's about what do the people need around me? What do we need together? What does it look like for us to live generously in this time period? Because friends, I believe that God wants to do something in my life and in your life in this period of trial, in this period of 40. God wants to refine us. God wants to strengthen us. God wants to do something significant in our lives. And so friends, that is my prayer for you and for me in this season. And one of the things that I want to invite you to do is that maybe some of you have been praying the Lord's Prayer on a regular basis. Maybe some of you haven't. This is a prayer that Jesus gave to his disciples, that he gave to his followers, that I believe to pray on a daily basis. And some of you will recall we did an entire mini-series on the Lord's Prayer here in the teaching series, and you can go check that out. But one in particular I just want to remind you about, and that is episode 7. It is about the part in the prayer when Jesus says, lead us not into temptation or testing, but deliver us from evil. And the idea there is that we never voluntarily want to walk into trial and testing. But when we do, that we would be delivered from evil, that we would be reminded and empowered that God sits above this all and that we want to live well in the midst of our testing of the trial we go through, that we would trust God anew and that we would allow God to get us through. Now, a couple weeks ago, my good friend Darren finished a sermon to the church that I'm part of, and he just said something that was so unbelievably inspiring. He just said this. He challenged us as a community, and he said, when this period is over and done with, may you be able to look back on how you responded with a positive sense of pride. And friends, that's my prayer for us as well. That as we look back on this period of 40, however this thing goes or however long it lasts, that we would be proud of the way we responded, that we did not give in to fear and anxiety, that we lived with great generosity, that we trusted God anew, that we experienced a sense of refinement, and that we would come into the blessing as we emerge from this 40, whenever that is, to all the blessings that God has for us as a result of what he's wanted to do in us. 
So friends, that's my prayer for you this season. Um, I pray that you would have a wonderful Resurrection Sunday. Celebrate as best as you can and hang close to God at all times, but especially in this challenging season. Thanks so much for watching. Thanks for listening. May you walk out the text well in your life. 